Father God, thank you for the people in this building and the people in our community. Thank you that we can come to you and that you love us and know what's going on inside each of us. Thank you that you have shown us mercy and offered us salvation through Jesus, which we don't deserve in our own merits. Keep us humble and help us to walk with you, especially when we are tempted. Thank you for the love and support of our church family. Would you help us to see where we can be a blessing to others? Would you bless our children as they go to their groups? Would you work through the leaders and help our children to understand who you are and your great love for them and your desire to have a personal relationship with them? Would the money in this offering be put to use by you as you wish and would you bless it and multiply it? In Jesus' name, amen. The reading is from Mark 1, 21 to 34. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching, because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then, a man in their synagogue, who was possessed by an evil spirit, cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God's. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. The evil spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this? A new teaching and with authority. He even gives orders to evil spirits and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever and they told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand and helped her up. The fever left her and she began to wait on them. That evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door. And Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons. But he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. Still, can we say Happy New Year? Yeah? Can we say that still, yes? Right. Before we get into the sermon and preaching and stuff like that, let's do something different. Right. Um, 31st of December, Christmas, sorry, New Year Eve, I received a phone call from a friend of mine. He said, hi, Ahmad, how's things? Happy New Year, blah, 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 the whole thing, and... Uh, How's your arm and the whole whatever? And he said, can we, do you have a time to talk? I said, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, it's fine, great. He said, uh, can we have a time to pray, please, over the phone? 
And I said, okay, what you want me to pray for? And we take it on. But something happened in that prayer. A great revelation. It doesn't sound new to me when I heard it first or when I prayed first, but suddenly it hit me very strong and very deep inside. What that it was? I prayed this prayer with this guy, and it's become something very, very important to me for this year. I prayed this prayer that what this guy prayed for over years, yes, which all of us done, you prayed for a lot of things over years. But 2023, it will be the time for some of those prayers, it will be answered. And here is the revelation. The revelation was that, Lord, let what you have for this guy in 2023 to be done and answered, and it will not be in 2024, and it will not be another time in the past. But what you have for him for 2023 to be answered. I finished the phone call, and I said, what did I pray for? And that hit me very much in my spirit. And I felt that prayer for 2023. I always spent time to pray and process 22 and take a word for 23, but none of that was there this year. But that, it hit me on the 31st of December, my prayer for 2023, it will be, whatever you have for me for 2023 to be done, not on 2024. And I will stop anything to stop this in Jesus' name. And whatever I have for 2023 in your heart to be done and done for me and done on time. You get it? Right, let's do something very powerful. Let's stand up if you are able. Right? Let's move around a little bit. Find someone to pray for. And pray this prayer. And declare it over this someone that whatever for, from God, from the Father heart, over this person, not over you, over this person to be done in 2023. Let's go. Quick. Off we go. Find someone. Believe it and declare it. Believe it and declare it. Believe that and declare it in the spirit that whatever you have for 2023 from the Father heart, it will be for you. Believe that and declare that in the spirit. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, whatever you have for us as countess, free church, 
for 2023 we will have it and we will have it fall it will have we will have it and we'll have it fall in jesus name as every member in this church will have it and will have it fall in jesus name Amen. Yes. Okay. Remember that the whole year long. Nothing will stop what God has for you and for us all as a church for 2023. And it will not be for 2024. Amen. Yes? Amen. Amen. Right. Last year, yeah, around the corner, we talk about something very important in I hope everybody will important remember this. We talk about the Bible study method of County City Church. You remember this one? We mention it once. What this method is called? It's very, very special for our church. It's called Bible study method of Countess Church. Nobody remember. Oh, that is really bad. That is very bad. I was teaching, I was preaching to myself on that day. Come on, guys. Come on. No, 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 no. Up, up, in, and out. Yes? Okay, this is why we call it the Bible study of Countess Free Church. It's called the Bible study method. It's up, in, and out. Okay, don't forget this one. If I ask you again, you need to remember this. Right? Here we go. Meaning, every time you read your Bible, you need to find out where is the up bit, where is the in bit, where is the out bit. Okay? This is what we are looking for today. Every time you read the Bible, every time you read Mark, every time you hear somebody preaching, you need to look for the up bit, for the in bit, and for the out bit. Really important. Right? Okay. We settle this. If I ask you again, you need to remember this. Right. Let's look. To those verses. Amazing ones. But there is three verses are very much highlighted and I will ask you which side of it it is that part. And the people were amazed of his teaching. Yes? And said, we never heard any one of this. Even the teacher of the law they didn't teach this way. Right? This is one, one verse. Another one is not just his teaching is amazing. Oh, he has authority to drive demons out. Oh, boy. And the third one, not even this, he can heal people. In, out, up. Which one? A lots of up. Come to that one. 
A lot of in? No, I don't think so. It's a lot of out. Yes? It's a lot of out. He's teaching. He's a teacher. He is acting. Action. You remember Carl talked about action. It's a bubble of action. His teaching is an out. Pouring out teaching. Using his, his authority. Driving demons out. And healing people is another out. It's another action. Is connecting with people out there. That stopped me for a little bit. Why Jesus why Jesus? Well, Carl, he's a good preacher. It's fine. But why that Jesus? Because it's Jesus? Maybe. I don't know about him as the son of God at that time. But it's a big part of it. But here is the thing. Why Jesus? Because he has the up relationship. This is what we are coming for. Carl said something really important last week. If you didn't hear it, I will revisit it again very quickly. Carl said something amazing last week. He said, when Jesus get baptized, open heaven and the Father God said, He is my beloved Son, who I am pleased. Yes? Okay, that is good. And Carl said a word was amazing. He said that the Father affirmed him. And I scratched my head a little bit about this word affirming. You can go to the dictionary, supporting, encouraging, loving, da la la, the whole nice dictionary bit. But there is one part. He publicly, this is the word, show his support. He didn't come and whisper in his, head, in his ear, hey Douglas, you are my beloved son. He didn't do that. He publicly declared that he is my beloved son. And that is a total different story. I'll tell you a story about my daughter. She will be embarrassed, but I'm not embarrassing her. I learned a lot from her. When she was in year seven in another school before we came to Ely, she was in a German classroom session. And this teacher was a little bit more very German. <laughs> and uh, anybody talk in the classroom, she, she writes his name or her name on the side of the board, like the naughty side. And she was talking to someone, asking for something in the class, and the teacher turned around, Natalie, turn around, and she write, put her name on the side. She came home crying and not happy at all. So what happened? Mrs. whatever her name is, she put my name on the board. I said, what happened? Okay, that's fine. It just happened. I said, no. I said, what is no for? I said, I am Natalie Youssef. Nobody do that to me. 
Hold on. I learned something. What happening here is the devil won't keep it in your ear whispering that the father tell you that you are his beloved son. And you are scared because that's oh, between me and the father. No, 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 no. He won't declare it publicly that you are his son and his daughter. And you get upset when the evil ones say, I will put you, your name on the naughty board because I am the son and daughter of the Lord, of the Most High. You'll get angry that he tried to take a revenge, but I am that person. He declared publicly to you that you are. Another one. Open heaven, spirit come like a dove, and descending on him. And the word descending, again, when you look at it, it's very interesting part again. Is unexpected visit of the Holy Spirit to enable you to develop something suddenly is not out of is not in your ability to do. Empowering you with something is out of your ability. <coughs> Healing, driving demons out, teaching, preaching, prophesying, discernment give you. The whole lot of the spiritual gift. Unexpected. You walk to the office and there is something happening and you tell this person, you discern something in your spirit, da, 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 da. Why? Because the spirit told you to do so. How do you know this? Because it's in me. Third one, quickly. Thy spirit have a full control of Jesus. And there is a verse really interesting. At once, the spirit lead him to the wilderness. It wasn't Jesus' choice. Let's just go a little bit of walk in the desert. At once, the spirit lead him. At once, he has been led to the wilderness. But be aware, if you feel you are in the wilderness, I have some good news for you. If you feel that as your status, bored, awful, everything is yellow around me, this is the surrounding. But the relationship with the Father was amazing. He said, but the angel was, what? Serving him. Even when you are in the wilderness, the angel is still serving you. Therefore, don't focus on the wilderness. Focus on what the relationship with the father look like. Therefore, this is the up bit, guys. Result of the up bit, the action Jesus have with the father, the relationship 
Jesus have with the Father, have another action. What this action is, all what I heard, amazed of this teaching, of his teaching. Wow, amazing teacher. Drive demons out. A great commander, have an authority. Heal the sick. What he did in those three, he reflect the father heart. Therefore, his action based on his up action with the father. If he didn't do this relationship with the father, the up bit, he cannot do the out bit. I always have this rule. Input, output. Physics. If you study electrical, a transformer, there is an input, there is an output. Input from the father, relationship, output with people. You don't have input, you don't have output. You eat, you get energy. You didn't eat, you don't have energy. Input food, energy output. Yes? Up, out. Input, output. No relation with the father, no output. Oh, I pray for people, they don't. What is your output, input looks like? The church is not doing anything. We pray for sick, nothing happening. What is your output like? I don't know, it's rubbish. What is your input look like? If my input is with the Father, I'm reflecting what the Father is. You know why? Jesus said something very interesting. All what I am speaking to you, these words I'm speaking to you, carrying what? Remember? Spirit and life. Why his teaching is different than the Pharisees? Because his teaching carrying a spirit and life. There is input. Therefore, there is output. If you are in the presence, input, you have an output. He is in control of the output, yes. He heals through you. He drives demons through you. How many times you walk into a place and the atmosphere change? And that is a glimpse of what he can do through you. You are so excited. The atmosphere changed. Seriously, that is the glimpse of what he can do, do through you and with you and using you in his kingdom and his glory. Yes? You pray for someone to get pregnant, and they did. And they have a baby. Yes, there is a little glimpse of what you can do in the spirit. My wife is very expert on that one.
You pray for someone to have a, a job, new job. And there is an answer of prayer. Another glimpse of his glory. Input, based on your input, the measure of your output. Yes? Are you with me in that one? Verse 35, which we didn't read, after all this propaganda Jesus did, amazing work, what he did in verse 35. He went to a place to pray again. He took himself away from everybody and spent time with the Father. He needed another input because the output was too much. I need more input to get the output back again. You're still convinced this is just Jesus. Yeah? You are talking about someone who is very powerful, the son of God, amazing guy, but not us. If you, wrote, if you read John, the gospel of John, especially 15 and 17, chapter 15 and 17, it's another amazing aspect of this. If you remain in me, and you remain on my word, whatever you ask the Father, he will give you. Again, input. Remain in me, remain in my word, my presence. There is an output, whatever you ask. I don't call you anymore servant. I call you friends. I call you son and daughters. Happy to reveal my secrets to you. And what Jesus said is, what the Father told me, I make it known to you. He didn't hide anything. And he still. Therefore, as the Father sent me, I am sending you. It's the same. If, as I am remaining in the Father, and you are remaining in me, you are remaining in him. Input, output. Relationship. Up. Out. But there is an end. You know what the end? In chapter 15, John 15. Love one another. Is not an individual work. Your individual work have a certain amount of, you can reach just. But with the church, with the body of Christ, you have a more reaching than you reach by yourself. Therefore, love one another. 
This is the end bit. In John 15. Loving one another, it will reflect the in and it will reflect the out. Why I grunt to Don and Douglas and Susan and everybody, I have a, a problem. When people pray, it healed. Friend of mine have the same broken hand, the same place. He was surprised that I'm doing different things with my hand that quickly. See, they take me over six months to, to start getting my hand working. I told him I'm not surprised in my head. The amount of people pray for this hand, so many. That's why Jesus do it. And he's still processing the healing. Trusting my people, the end, to work, because your output, your, 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 you need your input as well. The end of the church part, the, the people that love to one another, it will impact my output. Therefore, the up and the end together, it will impact my output. When you read this part of the gospel, Oh, Ahmed will have to talk about driving demons and how you do this. One, two, three. And when you pray for healing for people is one, two, three. I'm not here for this one. Impressive what Jesus did. Yes. But the drive behind that impressive act and action of Jesus based on his input. I cannot do anything without what Father asked me to do. He recognized that when he's age 10. This is the last time we heard about his childhood. When he disappeared and Mary and Joseph, where have you been? Do you know that I, have, I should be in my father's business here? He's aware. But the declaration happened when he was age 30, become a priest. The affirmation when he become a king. This is what we talk about. He become the adult he should minister and serve and do it. And therefore, publicly, when we said, okay, we will ordain Carl now, publicly you are saying Carl is our pastor of the church. The father declared, that is this my priest. And the father is declaring, you are his priest. The, the, the father declaring you are his son. The father is declaring that you are someone is so important. Therefore, you are not on the naughty side of the board anymore. The father is declaring who you are in him.
is not nice Sunday teaching or it's a nice Christian talk, lovely. It is who you are and he wants to declare that to the world through you. Wherever you go, whatever you do. And it's better to believe it. Because it's what he have. What he have in his heart for us is this. And the result of that up relationship is all this. You walk to the place, will it change? You touch people, will heal. You drive demons. You perform miracles. You prophesy over people. You do whatever you will do, it will be based on the up relationship with him. My invitation today for 2023, let's get ourselves back into that presence. Because when you are in that presence, his glory will come. When you're in that place, his manifestation will come. When you are in that place, you will know that is here. You will experience him in your home, in your workplace, with your kids, with your family, with your any relationship you have. You will see him and his glory will reflect in every moment of your day because you are in that presence of God. So I want to encourage you. I want to really encourage you to go to this presence. I don't know what, what's your way of spending time with him looks like. All of us is different. But I will encourage you to spend time in his presence because this is where his glory will reflect. His glory will manifest to people. People will be changed because of your faithfulness to his time and being in his, in his business. And it will be your word. I am in my father's business. As Jesus said, I am in my father's business. And reality speaking, I cannot do it without you guys. Reality speaking, I cannot walk this alone. Reality speaking, I want the church behind me. <laughs> I want the body of Christ. I know I want my, my family behind me. Reality speaking, I would like to be accountable. Reality speaking, I would like to pray with people. Not because I have a need. I just need longing and hungry for his presence. Simple as this. If you are able, let's stand again. Have you guys, you are.
can go up as well. Let's just have that time before him. I said, I want you, Lord. My desire is to have that up relationship with you. Increase my hunger to you. Increase my desire to seek you. Increase my capacity of my heart to just follow you and rush behind you and seek you with all my heart and mind and soul. Come, Holy Spirit, today. Come and touch, come and bring a new way of us seeking you and running after you and hungry to your presence. Would you come? Would you come, Holy Spirit? Would you come, Father, to us? Would you come? Let's worship him together.